This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Guys, we're starting with laughs already. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. Today, it's our first repeat guest. I'm the first repeat guest? Shut up. First repeat guest. Today on the podcast, we are talking with my good friend, hilarious comedian. You've known him from Black Mirror, the nightly show with Larry Wilmore, and you can see him in his new show, Everything's Trash, on Freeform, coming out when? Soon, right? Uh, July 13th. July 13th. Please welcome back my favorite person in comedy, Jordan Carlos. What? Dana Dude, thank you so much for saying that. My f- uh, I wish I could say the same about you. Right, right. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I should have qualified. <laughs> I should have qualified. My favorite person in comedy who's doing the podcast with me right now, Jordan Carlos. <laughs> I love you too, Dan. You're, you're, like my, you're like a kindergarten friend from comedy. <laughs> Like the oldest friend I have in comedy is you inspired me to do more comedy and made me show that you showed me that one could actually achieve financial success in comedy. I was like, I was like, you brought, you don't even, I tell the story all the time. You bag a, with a, a Puma bag wearing, wearing cool shades, 2005. You're like, oh yeah, man, I freak it, bro. <laughs> I make money at the college circuit. I was like, this guy <laughs> has it figured all the way out. And then we ate a delicious meal together. We did. But first of all, you're dating us by saying that in 2020, 2005, <laughs> I already had a successful career. So we're going to edit that out. Can you just say 2015 and we'll just splice it in? <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're all chasing youth. You're right. We have to keep chasing the youth. <laughs> we're still you getting, great though. We're still getting these roles like... I just got out of college. I don't know what to do with my life. And then they're like, cut. And then you're like, oh, I got to pay my mortgage. I got to. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got to worry about We play dumb. They make us play dumber and more immature than we actually are in everything we yeah. do. Because it, people don't buy, they don't buy wisdom from us. Maybe, maybe they're right. <laughs> maybe we should be listening to them. So you say that meeting me was what, made you realize that you could make it as a comedian and make money as a comedian. However, from the looks of your fridge, you need some help from me. 
and <laughs> you need to borrow money. Uh, this fridge do. seems to be a cry for help because Jordan, you have two kids. It's barren. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> most of my friends who have like one kid. Their fridge uh-huh. looks like you know they're stocking up, up for the apocalypse. Yours is like, <laughs> yeah, we're just winging it with our two kids. <laughs> this is literally looks like my fucking fridge, dude. <laughs> Can I say something now? Please. Can I say something? You, first of all, it's 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 the it's the notes you don't play. What you don't show on your show is the pantry, nor do you show the freezer. Okay, you just show the fridge. When you have children, it's not about it's not about oh the cool little little items in the fridge like the grapes and the this. And, it's about deep freezing shit, dude. It's about having protein to fuel these little children. You do not see the amount of steaks. And fucking pizza bagel bites and goddamn chicken nuggies and goddamn Annie's Annie's macaroni that I have in the pantry. You don't even know. I can ball on you right now, fool. You have no idea. All hearsay. All hearsay. <laughs> no proof whatsoever. I will provide, provide the photos later. I'll provide them. I know you're very worried about me. Listen, it was at the end of the week. Instacart is on Sundays, dude. <laughs> We do Instacart on Sundays. I sent this to you on a Friday. Okay. Well, you guys. First of all, you guys can see Jordan's fridge on my Instagram at StandUpDan. And you can compare it to his first fridge that he sent us, which was so much better, so much more fully stocked. Guys, Jordan's career career is not doing well, guys. Don't, regardless of what he says on Instagram and on Twitter, things are looking up. So excited for this project. (laughs) (laughs) This guy needs your help. Jordan, give your Venmo out to the listeners so they can make a donation. (laughs) You you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Damn. Uh, Stop trying to take a black man down. (laughs) Look. We have all listen. listen. It is very. I can't this help is, it that I, I mean, I will say it's kind of, you know, it's kind of beautiful in like a <laughs> kind of, you know, like those stark like Dutch furniture stores, like where it's like oh we God. put one chair in the corner <laughs> and then one table in this room. It doesn't need anything more. You know what? It's like a very <laughs> minimalist. Like it's like a. I don't know. It's like a Zen fridge. I mean, you're not going to yeah. live very long. You're going to have Damn. vitamin deficiency <laughs> in your family, but it's you're going to look good doing it. It's very Zen. Listen, we're we're in a mixed household, all right. So I have all the all the staples white people need to keep them going. Look at okay. First, I'll begin with if you look over in the corner. There's there's a uh, top. Uh, sorry, the this side the, the milk right there the whole you know yeah you got the, you, you got the organic milk you got the organic y'all, milk. y'all need y'all need that yes because it's got a mission on it's got has a mission statement on the back they have a mission you know it's organic milk. when there's a mission statement on the back of the milk <laughs> our goal is not just to give you milk our goal is to return to the planet to what it was <laughs> once the cows roamed and before factory farms take I over. haven't eaten real food in years that <laughs> you've got the Natalie's orange juice of course what is Natalie's like, orange juice I don't know what that is it's squeezed by the humble hands of fucking <laughs> who knows who, you know whatever squeezed you got that by artisans <laughs> who are this is we employ people who are seized at the border and have oh nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> we throw we throw the oranges <laughs> over the fence of the encampment so that they can squeeze them into a plastic bag. They throw the plastic bags back over the fence. <laughs> 
We have the free range eggs up top. Yeah. Which I guess they were they were ranging in in like Monument Valley, like in a fucking old western or something like that. They were just <laughs> right. These <laughs> to run. they got a roam, baby. And by the way, it's not just that, look at the eggs on the I got eggs on the left and I got eggs on the right, baby. Oh wow, uh, we got yeah. right eggs and left eggs. This is like Biggie <laughs> Tupac of eggs over here. The incredible edibles. We have olives from Sahadis all the way in the back because these guys you know, gotta have those Sahadis. Yeah, those are out, those are like I like those olives. Those are like the big uh, the big ass crisp yeah. green olives. I think are those called the Castilla Verde whatever Castilla. They're, those are um, I think it translates to green testicle olives. Just like they have to be as big as a nad, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> they're great. I kind of like that. I prefer those more to like the shriveled black, the the little shriveled black. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. This is not a bit. <laughs> Dan, I didn't know you were such a size queen. Oh, this is not a bit. <laughs> no, you know, like there's like the Greek ones that are like the tiny shriveled black ones that are just like, oh, yes. they're super salty and very briny. But these guys, no, these guys like you could live out in the forest for like three days off of a, a jar of these. Oh, absolutely. Um, we love the flesh on those. those really good and then there's uh of course what's your organic blueberries a petit bleu um right here we're probably a quarter full um on the same level as the eggs right there oh these guys got them yeah there's manchego cheese Ooh, things uh, are just start put back in the right place here by the way the blueberries are a quarter full so even though they're starving in this family they'll they're still keeping it optimistic you know what quarter full <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we got white wine sticking out like it's an asshole. Yeah. Right there. I had this problem last night, actually. I couldn't fit my wine in the fridge, and I just like, you know, because the because the top always knocks into something. <laughs> and you got to just like, it's like the leaning tower of, of Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's what they, they uh, it was named after. And then they're just like, well, we're in Pisa. I feel like it, we'll just throw that name on there. <laughs> By the way, there's shallots in the bottom drawer in the crisper. Oh, Quit being an asshole. Oh, thank God you have shallots. <laughs> there's shallots. There's kale on the shelf right there yeah. because it's Brooklyn and you're required in a family to have kale at all times in your refrigerator by law. Right. Or you get evicted. I think it's in your lease, isn't it? Yeah, it's in my lease. Um, and then there's limes because why not? Uh, and then there's orange bell peppers in there. Carrots. Um my, by the way, my family only has 3% body fat. 3% body fat in my family. <laughs> you keep them skinny. I get it. I get it. Whatever happened to skinny kid? Remember kids were skinny in the 80s? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The 90s, Dan? Remember when kids were skinny? Oh, 90s? you mean like 10 years ago when we were kids? Yeah, man. Those were the days. Remember? Post 9-11. It was like, I still remember when I was like, running around in the backyard and Putin invaded Ukraine and <laughs> wait in your childhood yeah <laughs> yeah yeah remember in your childhood yeah Putin just oh, happened oh, all right um okay man <laughs> so we got the shouts we got the what you don't see because I don't know why we keep we keep these plastic bags on it we are we are like Hannibal Lecter yeah you see <laughs> this is it's very it is a like uh what's it called um What's that show where the guy uh, uh, Dexter? It's a little you have yeah, you have a lot of Dexter so in this fridge. It's a lot of plastic, like like just stuffing out the life of fruits and veggies. Yeah, gassing off, leaching out. Yeah, I'm gonna be riddled with tumors. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going on. I've got Honeycrisp apples, which you don't see back there. Uh, the Honeycrisp. I don't know who did the marketing for the Honeycrisp, but they. It's like 
the 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 pink lady and the honey crisp i feel like it's just who puts more ad dollars in that year <laughs> right it just keeps going back and forth between pink lady and honey crisp what you don't know is honey crisp is actually represented by caa and uh, they, i they saw keep- i saw the deadline article <laughs> <laughs> they have an overall deal <laughs> with with fairway and it's pretty great I'm actually very fascinated by the marketing that goes behind fruit because yeah. fruit is like the thing that should have the least amount of marketing, right? It's just like, it's like, you know, it's God's candy and it's like what we're just supposed to mm. have and enjoy. But now it's like marketing dollars have gotten behind it all and it's like, oh, you're just fucking having tangerines, you loser. <laughs> no, you got to have cuties. You got to have cuties. It's called cuties for God's sake. Or like the fucking avocado lobby, like during the Super Bowl, somehow getting an ad during every Super Bowl, there's an avocado ad. Well, aren't there like Mexican avo cartels now? Yeah, they are. That's just funding the Super Bowl ads. Is like your your meth dollars are going to avocado ads. Like what a funny little way that that dollar just gets thrown around. It goes from you. you. I, I don't get it. I don't know. But like, yeah, there is a difference. And. You know, with Honeycrisp, I'm just I, I like Granny Smiths. Get out of my face! Really? Um, yeah, absolutely. I go. I don't. I don't. I go straight for the Honeycrisp because that's what wifey wants. It's like get the Honeycrisp every time. Yeah, just dunking, balling on Honeycrisp, bro. And then um, my son has them, and his he loves a good Honeycrisp. You know, because every time you have an apple, you get that little gut rattling belch you know what i'm saying and on a five-year-old it's just so cute you know it just seems like too easy that name like like the marketing people are like we just need we need two words <laughs> one that's gonna be sweet and one that's gonna show that it's crunchy oh doesn't that seem a little what? a little too why is don draper making <laughs> yeah. this smoking a cigar just like slapping his secretary in the ass get out there the men have to talk we need to come up with a new name for apples. <laughs> what about the syrup bite? Ah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. You're always 80% there, Carlos. Always 80% there. <laughs> you're way off. <laughs> 80% there. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, they just honey crisp is just two words that are just like, like gold, but golden delicious is nice too. Again, two words golden delicious. Golden delicious. Like it's like, how can you? Yeah. It's like they have a five year old coming up with these. <laughs> Genius, though. Uh, I mean, when we go apple picking, I'm always like, take me to the Honeycrisp spot, you know? Sugary crunch. Yeah. Those other like red, red uh, empire apples, they're just rotten on the fucking yeah, tree. Yeah. Nobody wants them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously, no one does empires anymore. Remember when we were, okay, I remember when I was a kid, I was hanging out with your, your grandparents apparently when I was a kid. And <laughs> and like, it was all about a very red apple. You wanted a very red apple. Yes. Like that was it. And it would, they were not organic. And they would honestly, I remember eating, like being on the road as a comic and like they'd have the fruit, like a fruit out, like in a lobby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd like you eat that. Have you ever had an apple pop in your mouth? Just pop, like deflate? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I've had very mealy apples. And I oh, remember yes. fucking immigrant parents, because my mom's probably getting the discount apples at, at the dollar store. 
And she's like, just have them. And they're just mealy. And she's like, they're great. This is how they're supposed to taste. <laughs> like, I don't think so. These are like, <laughs> you know, people take. Are there, apples, are there apples in Iran? Are there apples in Persia? I mean, maybe it's like they didn't know from good apples. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think apples, like, I think apples might be one of those things that like originated in the Levant. Like they probably like started out oh. there and then they like went out to everywhere. And like we're like shaking our fists, like we invented the apples, and they're like shut up, brownie. These came, <laughs> these these came from upstate New York, always. <laughs> but I think like I feel like you know what the thing is. No, here's what happens: is that fucking Persians come to uh, to America, or most immigrants, they they immigrants back at home were eating the most local sustainable stuff because they had no choice they're like this came from my neighbor's backyard and it's the best fruit that you can get and then they come to america and they fucking are the cheapest people ever because they have no money and they get like this they don't go to the fucking farmer's market to get stuff you know they they're Mm. they're shopping at the sale rack at the dollar store and they're like oh the fruit in america isn't close to what it was in iran in iran it was so great. Yeah, well, you're literally getting fruit that's been returned. You're getting it at the as-is section. At- <laughs> returned. <laughs> no one returns fruit. You're getting it. At- By the way, why, why, does, why is your immigrant voice always someone on their last legs <laughs> yeah. who's dragged themselves <laughs> into, into America? Like it's just swam from a- They swam from Iran <laughs> <laughs> over the Atlantic. And they're just like they're just like you know, uh, baby crawling on the on yes. the sand uh, out of the ocean, and they grab an awful apple and they're like, in Iran, <laughs> the apples tasted like apples. Yeah, well, they do if you get good fucking apples here too, mom. You literally, f- you're you're getting apples from yeah. the IKEA as is section, which I didn't even know they had a fruit section. Yeah, yeah, the IKEA as is fruit section. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Don't sleep on Ikea. Ikea actually has some pretty good food. And they the, do. When you, you know, I reward the kids at the end with that, like, hey, you want a Swedish meatball? <laughs> Ikea's well, okay. food is very fun. And I think part of it is yeah. like, it goes back to like 
cafeteria nostalgia to when you were like a kid oh for sure when we were a kid sure. you know when putin was invading ukraine oh my god when we were kids you at least have it like when putin was annexing crimea no that and oh <laughs> i was a i was a thought in my father's sperm back then <laughs> <laughs> so the fledgling sperm when that was happening <laughs> i see i see we also have um we also have the almond milk here because I know how to keep a white woman happy. Yeah. We've got <laughs> Wait, are the white women still happy by almond milk or are they are they now happy by oat milk? I think oat milk is what make the whites are latching onto the oat milk. So many spin-offs in the MCU here. I mean, in the multiverse of like milks, it's it's ridiculous. I know. Why can't it just be That's the thing, it's not milk. It's a ju- it's like a right? It's like a almond it's crushed almond juice. It's crushed almond juice. Apparently, there's now a new barley milk that Anheuser-Busch is making. And it's like, uh, it's a barley milk and it's got like not like a mushroom astra- a- extract to it. And then also Himalayan sea salt. And apparently, it tastes like, um, it tastes like, it, it, you know, like a, fr- like a sugary cereal. After you're done with the sugary cereal, the milk that's left. Huh. Interesting. I did not hear about this. Also, full disclosure, we need to say this. Jordan is apparently sponsored by Anheuser-Busch now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> please drink resp- Drink your oh, whatever barley milk responsibly, please. Wait, Thank what you so is much. the mushroom extract about? Is that for flavor or just because like mushrooms are kind of hip now too, like mushroom teas and stuff? I think it's because mushrooms are hip and Anheuser-Busch is trying to get ahead of it. And you know, I mean, listen, all I know is I was in it. I was in a on a car and the guy was listening to Tin Tin Wins. <laughs> this is what popped up. <laughs> oh my God. You know, you know, you remember Tin Tin Wins? I don't Tim? because I was just born when Putin decided <laughs> it was time to invade. I'm all on that. Look. Yo, I'm all on that digital, man. I love digital music, <laughs> man. What are CDs? Um, yes, I do remember Tin Tin Wins. It was like, you give us 10 minutes we'll give you the world for for all those of you who don't know it's like a very local new york or tri-state area news thing on am news 10 10 am and it's just like very like old timey like it's got the sound of like the ticker in the back background i don't know what's the sound what is that the sound of in the back exactly what it is it's like a news ticker newsreel like morse code coming across (laughs) like president kennedy just been shot (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh my god the hindenburg exploded like so it's it's very it's am radio it's very old school i'm like speaking in a language no one understands but they love their favorite stories are like disaster in the Bronx. Never anything good out of coming out of the Bronx. They won't even tell you if the Yankees won. They'll just be like, the Bronx is on fire. And then like, pileups on the FDR. That's, that's about all the programming uh, is there. But a couple of other things in the fridge I just want to quickly point out. Please. There's, we've got a selection here in the crisper of Guiere. Of what? Manchego. Wait, hold on. What did you call it? Guiere. Oh. Guiere. Guiere. Yeah, that's what you called it. You fixed it. You fixed it thinking I wasn't going to catch it. You said Guiere as if maybe your child had a, has a speech impediment and you just want to make him feel. Oh, my God. Huh? Oh, my hey. God. I have Joe Biden's speech impediment, all right? Let's <laughs> just leave me alone. Guiere. Come on. I guess Guiere. That's my Joe Biden. <laughs> Folks. Folks, there's Guiere. <laughs> Gui- wait, Guiere. why do you call it Guiere? Because I'm 
I'm a knuckle dragging idiot from Texas. Okay. And I never really say it that much. I feel like you are. And I feel like sometimes you try to, you're like, maybe I believe this is how the fancy people probably pronounce it. Oh my <laughs> God. Gruyere. Is it? It's Gruyere. It's, gr- it's Gruyere. G-R-U-Y-E-R-E. Gruyere. Y-E-R-E, right? gr- Gruyere. Oh my God. Okay. Gr- Gruyere. Yeah. Gruyere. Yeah. See, this is why Will Smith slaps Chris, slap Chris Rock. <laughs> Funny enough, I was five years old when that happened, the slap. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I never, uh, listen, again, do you think I eat this stuff? No, I just know what keeps, keeps my wife happy. So Gruyere. Wait, Gruyere is delicious. And as we, look, as we established, I believe in the first podcast, you are my friend who is a human garbage disposal and you will eat whatever is put in front of you. You will never (laughs) get full. It's very, it's amazing. So like, I bet like she tells you to get this stuff and then you eat it. And you're like, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> oh, this is that, that Gruyere? <laughs> oh, yes, Jordan. It's Gruyere, Jordan. Gruyere. Oh. It's, it's pronounced Bob Gruyere. All right. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so you got the Gruyere from Switzerland. You've got the Manchego from Spain. From Spain. Manchego also seems to... I mean, it had its moment like ten years ago, but it's kind of it's 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 it it it's it spiked up. Its stock spiked up, and then it's kind of s- plateaued, but it stayed up there. Manchego is like Manchego was making a run for like the there's like the foreign cheese that's mm. that is very uh, accessible. That is you know easily yes. accessible, like Gruyere, I would say, or Jarlsberg, I would say. Parmesan, I would say, you know, it's not like a random, like a compte. Why are you talking about cheeses like they're Bitcoin? Okay, like they're not. They're like they, they spiked in value, then went down. Now everybody's buying Ethereum, but who knows? Elon Musk. Elon Musk just fucking tweeted about cheddar. Cheddar to the moon. Cheddar to the moon. Cheddar to the moon, cheddar to the moon which is made of cheese anyway. Um, so we got that popping in the drawer. Yeah. And then there's also a goat cheese of which I have like a chevre that I don't really know about, but, um, that's in there. I don't, I just get them so that, you know, she has, uh, what she needs. And then that little green, okay. So you see a silver bowl right there. Silver bowl. Yeah. Who, who knows what's in there, but right to the right of it, there's, uh, to the right. That's, that's hummus. And my Instacart guy got two of those. For some reason, hummus. So he's fired. He got <laughs> he got two hummai. Hummai is the plural of hummus. Yeah, two hummai. Who knows what's in? Oh, that's that's a half an avocado that you just circled right there. Oh wow! You took a half an avocado and you wrapped it and tied it up in a plastic bag. That is that's my, right, like a body. That's my new kink. <laughs> <laughs> and then down on the shelves here, we've got zochil, which is okay. So right next to the the bon maman. Oh, uh, the bon um, maman. Gotta have the bon maman. It's it's a cheap way to feel fancy. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> bon maman is literally they take they take like smuckers and just put it put it in a fun jar, an artisanal jar. They do. Oh, and this here looks like basic bitch peanut butter. Was that like Jif? <laughs> That's not. I would expect some organic, hand cranked peanut butter. Here's the deal. Here's the deal about stuff. I think that is some Jif. I'm not proud of my work. Yeah, and it's turned. The labels turned away, like in shame. <laughs> <laughs> the shame of it all. Uh, uh, the the Zochil, which is right next door, a small plug for Texas salsa called Zochil. Is that is this? Made. In my hometown, yeah. 
It's made in my hometown of Dallas, Texas. Really? It's got the hardest name in the world to pronounce, Xochitl, which is an Aztec word for flower. Oh, is it like spelled with a fucking X? Yes. X-O-C-H-I-T-L, Xochitl. Wow. Um, Um, Tell me about this. I don't think I've ever had it. You never had it? Oh, my God. Dan and Dude, there's something you've never tasted. There's always something to learn. (laughs) Always something to learn. (laughs) Xochitl is just really, it comes in a variety of flavors. I'm sure that this one, I believe, is like um, a roasted garlic. And it's just a simple ingredients made by a Texas family as it, it blows a lot of other kind of like would be try hard salsas out of the water. Really? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't kind of like try to up it to, it doesn't try to bring salsa to dramatic heights. It's just, it's simple, delicious ingredients. And like it's when paired with the, the Zochiel chip, I don't know if, if you've, you probably see those a lot in, in the stores Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if they're out in LA, but a Zochiel chip, of course, with the salsa is going to be great. They have a superior chip as well? A superior chip, indeed. Wow. Indeed. I've been, I've been eating them since I was a little kid. No way. And then, um, and then also uh, the salsa verde, I can, definitely, um, I can definitely recommend as well. Wow. I'm definitely going to order that. Is that this as well? Uh, that, no. That's somebody trying to sneak in some brads. Which is a disgusting salsa. Oh, um, Brad's. <laughs> God, come up with a better name. Hey, I'm Brad. I won't make salsa. I won't call it Brad's. Um, Brad, we highly recommend you call it something else. No, but I'm Brad, and it's my trust fund. I can do what I want with it. It's Brad's salsa. Brad, that name is just, the, it's the furthest away from salsa. <laughs> I mean, this is like bottom rung organic food. That's what that's what Brad's is. Is like, listen, you want organic, but you can't afford a house in the Hamptons. <laughs> you get Brad's. Uh, Brad's is like the neoliberal's best friend. It's like, I'm doing the right thing, but I'm broke as a joke. <laughs> but <laughs> crossing over here, probably my pride and joy on the um, the top, maybe the second to top, where the milk is, right near right near the milk, to the left of the milk, just to the left, we have. Uh, excuse me, a price of more than rubies, real maple syrup, bitches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maple syrup has gone through the roof. I need to get maple syrup futures. <laughs> I don't know why maple syrup is now like South African diamonds in value. I don't know what we've done. I just got an NFT of maple syrup that is doing <laughs> so well for me. Wait, no, honestly, it ha- it, are the prices of maple syrup? I mean, the prices of everything are going up, but specifically maple up. syrup? Absolutely. Yeah, maple syrup's been going up for some time. Right. But uh, yeah, maple syrup will cost you, it'll fluctuate between like maybe, tw- like uh, a little jar like that sometimes can cost you eight to up to $13. Wow. So it'll range. I think maple syrup is like such a far superior sweetener to literally everything else you don't you don't like that agave shit i hate the agave stuff it tastes a little it tastes like weirdly artificial to me i don't like it yes maple syrup to me is like i feel like i'm being wrapped in a in a you know flannel (laughs) blanket in maine and like you know there's a moose head on the wall and a crackling fire (laughs) oh it it does evoke all those things and i mean they know it by like what they put on the bottle I think it's like they put like a Robert Frost poem or something like that. You know, it's just it's very sweet and down home. And, you know, I mean, listen, my my kids, they love the we're at the age of waffles. So it's like got to have the waffles, got to have the butter, which is uh, Irish butter, which is in the top shelf here. Got to have the Irish butter. It's really important. You mean Kerrygold? Kerrygold. Kerrygold Irish butter. Kerrygold is, Kerrygold is the brads of butter. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like I want to be artisanal. <laughs> 
But I don't want to get the crazy expensive French <laughs> stuff. Kerrygold. Look, the, the price of shit is going through the roof, man. No, I actually love Kerrygold. I think it's it's a great butter. It is a good butter. By the way, it's Andrew, a, our producer, just wrote in, bu- butting into our conversation to ask, what about honey? What about it? Yeah, what about it, Andrew? Honey? <laughs> honey? Hun- Yo, maple syrup is like a fucking uh, LG flat screen, and honey is Ooh. like a box TV in a nursing home. That is like, you know, that is hanging from the corner of the ceiling. Well, I mean, here's the thing about honey. I do, I do in my pantry, asshole, I have a huge jar of, you know, not local, but it's from the state, like uh, state of New York, upstate New York. Oh, upstate Hudson Valley, Hudson Valley, watch words, Hudson Valley. By the way, that is the most Brooklyn shit you've ever said, that you live in Brooklyn and you're buying something in New York and you're like, well, technically it's not local because there is a beekeeper in Clinton Hill and I can go and get it there. That's high. That's that's local. But one hour north of the city, heavens forbid the carbon footprint. Why do you describe me as like one of the villains from Tale of Two Cities that like runs over, <laughs> runs over a peasant with his carriage? I'm not, like, oh my God. I'm just in a not, three-quartered hat. <laughs> it's not local. It's from New York. You're in New York, Jordan. I meant upstate New York. Yes. Listen. <laughs> okay, fine. But some people listen. In New York, you, you can get you can get this um, this certain kind of honey. I don't remember what it's called, but it's literally, literally the apiary. They have apiaries in cemeteries, rooftops, cemeteries, bro. Cemeteries. Wow. An apiary in a cemetery. Come on. <laughs> you can get thirty dollars for eight ounces. $30. Why do people want that? Why? Yeah. $30 for eight ounces. Why do people want like basically like a can of Coke? Why do people want that? Well, I mean, I, I think it's the local pollen so that you can kind of like, you know, you don't sneeze as much during the, during the change of seasons, but yeah, it's supposed to be good for the allergies. Yeah. But there's so much else competing to kill you in New York city <laughs> as far as like, <laughs> like oh, my adenoids, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm just feeling bad for the people who are burying a loved one and having to swat away bees <laughs> at the cemetery. <laughs> like, can't they have some fucking peace in their lives? <laughs> Absolutely not. There's one rule. It's one rule that abides in New York City. <laughs> Wherever you're at, I want to be at. You ever been on the you know subway platform? Yeah. And people are just you're standing by a pole. They're like, I want to be by this pole too. <laughs> so nice about this pole. I literally. When I'm waiting on a subway, I stand by the trash can because people are like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> oh, and then a homeless guy's like, what's in there? <laughs> you know, like, God damn he it. He knows something I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so, God. So the- that's why people go to, you know, Greenwood Cemetery. <laughs> yeah. People hang out in there. I'm like, can't you leave these people alone? I'm still just picturing the family like, Grandma, we're going to miss you. And then some like fucking hipster Brooklyn guy in a beekeeper <laughs> uniform with like the thing in his hand that has the fucking smoke coming out of it. Just oh. walking by like, excuse me, I'm trying to get to the bees. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're trying to extract some honey from this crypt. <laughs> from this crypt. I don't know. The world is the world's wow. a mad mess. Brad's honey Brad's honey is really doing whatever it takes <laughs> to get honey. Look, Brad is like, listen, if you're hanging on by your fingernails in New York and you still want 
want like organic bona fides, we have got what you need. It is the fucking like, remember how like if you couldn't afford Nikes, you would get ponies. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely it's the K-Swiss and ponies <laughs> of like uh, organic food. I don't remember that because when I grew up, I just wore Supreme. Of course. Of Supreme. course you ate it for the Supreme watch because you are three years old. It's amazing how three-year-old has their own I, podcast. I look awful for a three-year-old. <laughs> I really let myself go. Yeah. Listen, I'm on TikTok. I see these mid- middle schoolers can dunk. So I, this does not surprise me at all. We, of course, I am married to a, a Jewish woman. Yeah. Uh, so we have seltzer here, which I do not drink. Yeah. And I, we, <laughs> by the way, it's not just any seltzer. It's like the old school, my grandmother's seltzer, vintage. It's called vintage. It's like a very New York uh, seltzer thing. And it's like, it's... <laughs> It's so like that is like a that is like a big mezuzah on the door of this fridge. Oh my god! <laughs> it doubles as a mezuzah. When in doubt, you just you just throw the seltzer yes. on the door. I think I think in the past, what they don't tell you in the Passover story was like yes, you could have had lamb's blood on your door and they would have skipped over, or you could have had vintage seltzer in your fridge and <laughs> and the angel Gabriel would have skipped over you as well in the fridges in Cairo in like 2000 years. Please don't kill our firstborn. We have black cherry seltzer. (laughs) Okay, you're good. (laughs) What is the matter with you right now? You know what's the matter with me? I have so much fun with you, Jordan Carlos, and I forget how much fun I have with you, and it's just the best. We solve crimes together. We we drive around in your your mini little foreign cars. It's it's amazing. I love tooling around with Anna. What is the... So I also... I'm not mad at this because I, this is, you know, there's a couple of things that the processed version I, I always say is kind of better than the organic y version. And one of them I think is ketchup. The other one I can get down with is like just basic ass taco cheese, craft yeah. taco cheese. No, seriously, like processed cheese is processed cheese. Like, and it's, you should have processed cheese. I don't want your yeah. fucking artisanal Gruyere process. Like, it's it Gruyere. We call this Gruyere chips. You can put that on your tacos. No, I want this shit made in a factory. But although processed cheese actually does have, as a as a Texan, you know, you must know that the main thing, one of the main things that 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 uh, differentiates Tex-Mex from Mex-Mex is the usage of processed cheese. Processed cheese, which yes. processed cheese, yes, obviously it's like you know made in a factory and this and that. But what you don't know is that they pump it with way more milk fat than like regular cheese has. Mm. So that's why it kind of melts so beautifully. Like that's why it melts. That's why when you put like a piece of Velveeta on a burger, it like melts in Mm -hmm. this perfect, like it almost looks like a Lego hamburger. (laughs) Like it's exactly um, a color not found in nature. Yeah. Like it looks, it's beautiful. And, and, yeah, you're. Ah, I didn't know that. Yes. And you're you're putting wrinkles in my brain. Yeah, dude. baby. So that like, process. Geez. Thanks for the upload. Um, I'm, we love. I I just love to taste like the problematic labor practices in every bite. <laughs> that's that's what I. Was. <laughs> There's crap. I mean, and bro, what my introduction to cheese was craft singles. Yeah, which was the most overpackaged. Which is why you can see. Uh, that was modeled for me, so everything is in plastic. In my- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there is a plastic ham- plasticized hamburger on the top shelves here. Oh, my you God. That? That's hilarious. Next what to is- the water filter. What is-, plastic- is that that? <laughs> yeah, we were making hamburgers one night. So then, and then my wife was just, listen, the overall note here, if I can, if I can interrupt myself, is that we are over-fucking-whelmed. <laughs> 
understand too. Yeah. <laughs> we were overwhelmed. So our refrigerator pays pays the price. I get it. I get it. If you were to plant an apple seed from a Honeycrisp apple, chances are it would not grow a Honeycrisp apple. Every apple seed, regardless of what apple it comes from, contains all apple varieties within and, more often than not, produces small, bitter crab apples. Over time, people have cultivated and bred unique and tasty apples for different purposes, and as we believed earlier, some growers are always on the lookout for new, unknown apples they can turn into marketing opportunities. How about them apples? This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. So, Jordan, yeah. before we started recording, you mentioned mm-hmm. something that actually got me excited. I didn't tell you why, but you mentioned that you've become a smoothie person. I have. I, too, have become a smoothie person. You've become... Oh, of course. Huge, of course. dude. Huge. Let's share smoothie notes. Share smoothie This love. is a part of the show called Sharing Smoothie Notes with Dan and Jordan. Smoothie notes. Make it smooth. <laughs> <laughs> smooth operator. Pew, pew, pew. Okay, Jordan. Wow, do you have the money for smooth operator? <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed since the last time we recorded. You know, I gotta say, can I just say, can I just say, when you're Starting out a podcast, 99% of them are just never going to take off. And mm. your friends will call you and be like, can you just do this like episode for me? And you're like, oh, fuck. I got to go do a podcast about camp lanyards that I used to make. That's their concept, <laughs> stupid concept. And Jordan, you you know, a couple friends, a handful of, of wonderfully f- wonderful famous friends who didn't have to do it, but didn't even bat an eye like you and Michelle Buteau and Paul F. Tompkins uh, were so pivotal in the beginning of getting this podcast off the ground and getting it to where it is now. Uh, it's oh, where we have man. enough money to afford Smooth Operator. Please don't cut this out of the show. I know you're going to say, like, we're going to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is absolutely getting cut out. All right. We're ready to start. We're ready to start again. Yo, what's up, motherfucker? You fucking loser. Wow. Oh, you like smoothies, oh, you fucking loser. Nobody likes you, Jordan. <laughs> Um, I know that. No, I mean it. You gave me so much of your time and so much of, your, of so much feedback and promotion, and so you know, I love you forever for that, dude. We love you, man. I mean, um, listen, we both have gotten into smoothies because we're young and we want to stay young. <laughs> we are and four years old. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> we're both tweens, and we want the best for our bodies in the future. What do I throw into a smoothie? Yeah. What do you, I want to know what you throw in a smoothie okay, first. Because I know I'm usually doing it wrong. Dan is usually doing it right. I want to know what you do. Here's the Dan and Dude smoothie. Ready? First of all, I always have, I get a bunch of bananas. I open them. I cut them in half. I put them into a Ziploc. I put them into a freezer. So I've got frozen bananas on hand. Then I get these bougie ass wild blueberries, frozen wild blueberries Ooh. that you can get from fucking Whole Foods that are expensive. But okay. you can get any blueberries. I don't care. I like these because they're wild and they taste kind of more fun. They have a little more umami to the blueberry. 
And I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have those. Uh, these are like, these are not Brad's. These are like, you know, Thurston's. Oh, yeah. oh these are Sauvage? They're uh, Sauvage. Like, they're roaming, the, they're, living their life? Yes, exactly. So they're, uh, these, I, I get frozen blueberries. By the way, with blueberries, and again, I'm not like an organic, everything needs to be organic guy. They should be organic with blueberries because conventional blueberries have a ton of pesticides and they have a very yeah. thin skin so they can get through. Like I'm okay with pesticides yeah. on oranges because it's harder to get through the skin. But on blueberries, on any f- like berry, you should try to splurge for you know the organic stuff. Anyway, yeah, very thin skin, yeah. very easily affected. Yes, just yeah, like me. Ahead. I am I am yeah. I am the blueberry. <laughs> so Wow, I never knew that. I'm like a blueberry. Next time someone asks me, if you could be any animal, what would, what animal would you be? A blueberry. It's not an animal, Dan, but I'm a blueberry. I'm packed with antioxidants. <laughs> okay, so I yes. take out of the freezer into my Nutribullet. I take out, let's call it wow. a half or three quarters of a banana. Then I take out a handful of, of frozen blueberries. Then I take okay. a big spoon of creamy... Organic, not organic, but just like just peanut butter, like mm-hmm. peanut butter peanuts. A big mm-hmm. spoon of that. I take a big teaspoon of chia seeds or flax seeds. I put in a big teaspoon of cinnamon. Ooh. And then sometimes I will take a handful of spinach if I have it in there. Mm. Or frozen spinach or fresh or none. And then I will fill it up with water. Mm. I just do water. And then I fucking blend that baby up. And I... Love it. I have it every fucking day. Can you taste the moral superiority when you're when you're sitting there? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, it's not that expensive if you actually parse it out. Like I was kidding about the blueberries. They're like whatever. But like the it, it comes out to it comes out to quite sensible, which is crazy because when you go to a place to buy a fucking smoothie, they're like $17.99 for for the berry blast. I'm like, fuck you and your berry blast. Oh, but it has protein powder. Pea protein. <laughs> fuck your pea protein, man. I I feel uh, I, I feel the same way, first of all, about about some of these. I think Roy Wood Jr. has a really good joke about like just uh bawling out with, with smoothies because smoothies are like $14, $15. You know, there's one called Blue Magic here in New York City at like Juice Press, which is Blue Magic is named after the heroine, Blue Magic, which just shows you that, like, it's, you're just, yeah, you like, I got that Blue Magic, you know, what's up, what's good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, oh, he can afford the Blue Magic. <laughs> yeah, here. So, I mean, uh, for me, I literally do the same, almost the exact same thing. Frozen blueberries, bananas included. This is why we're friends. Uh, chia seeds, flax seeds, wow. goji berries, a little bit different, a uh, little divergent there. So blueberries are the base though? You do blueberry and... Usually bananas are the base. Okay, got Bananas it. are the base. Okay, sorry. We have something sweet. We got to reward ourselves a little bit. So start from the but, beginning. I was, I was, I, let's start from the beginning. Tell me what's in your smoothie. Ice first. Okay. Then comes the banana. Yes. Uh, then uh, I also put in, and I just, ooh, these came in the mail yesterday, Dan. I'm so excited. My dick went thump when they arrived on the stoop. <laughs> I had I got um I got like two pounds of pumpkin seeds because I read online they were like people were like you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong peanut butter get that the fuck out of there really you need pumpkin seeds 
Omega threes gonna get you gonna get you when you need to be. So it's like, all right. So you just put like a handful of the seeds. Yeah, pumpkin seeds. Okay. Yeah, pumpkin seeds. Um, I know it's made all the difference. For real, I, dude. I can see through walls. <laughs> I am. Um... <laughs> Wait, but does it taste different than like better than peanut butter? No. Peanut butter is peanut butter is the king. You know that. It's, so it's a LeBron James of like <laughs> fucking shout outs to black man George Washington Carver right here. Getting it done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> George Washington Carver is like, what if I took many and spread them over my bread? You, know, like, <laughs> you go, George. <laughs> George, amazing. They're like, what about almonds, George? Fuck that noise. <laughs> no. He's my he. I fucking love that man, dude. I might like him yeah. more than the original George Washington. <laughs> I mean, yeah. One of us gave us America. The other one gave us peanut butter. The other one gave us peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly. Jelly was just sitting there, like, did he? When will my love come along? You know, like <laughs> jelly was just listening to Chet Baker songs. <laughs> <laughs> so lonely so distraught my funny jelly guy. and coffee tour <laughs> like, was like oh, i'll never have this salty to my sweet and then didn't know they didn't know yeah. uh, uh, anyway no george washington carter did not invent the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that was probably an accident during world war ii like two two <laughs> Two like navy men were like coming at each other on a submarine, like who's got the jelly? Well, I got the peanut water. <laughs> right? Yeah, they were like, run- he, what? Yeah, they were running to save each other in World War One, and like one of them hit a landmine, and the jelly exploded, <laughs> just landed on someone's peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my god! <laughs> so they had to weird. wipe it up with bread. Now. <laughs> We didn't have paper towels back then. We used bread. (laughs) We used bread. You can steal it from any little French. You kids have it so well. You you use paper towels to clean things. We had to use bread. Wait, I think that means you had it better. If you had so much bread that you were just using it as cleanup, Grandpa. Oh my god. Oh shut up. You don't know. You you guys have black pepper. We just had black truffles. Wait a second, <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> I think you had it better. I feel like it's so funny because old sandwiches look so stupid. You know, like <laughs> now that we've now we have sliced bread, it's so even and everything like that. Like old you ever seen like an old sandwich in a photograph? No, it I've looks never. <laughs> it's as big as your fist. The bread the bread slices are fucking huge. It's just a whole loaf that's just cut in half. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> so so um, anyway, anyway, um, I did, so we put all those things in there. We fill it up with water. Very good. And because I have a sweet tooth, maybe put in a splash of orange juice or something like that. Okay. But I also put in a lot of uh, spinach, strong to the finish because I like my spinach. You it sounded a little, a little Obama-ish when you said you had the spinach. I had spinach. Uh, <laughs> try to keep it a little green. You know, um, it, it's... Uh, it, it, it's good. It's packed with iron, and 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 we need that as we get younger. Um, so so like I put in the spinach, but then also the greatest sweetener of all, bar none, medjool dates. Ooh, now you're speaking my language, Habibi. <laughs> yeah, dates yeah. in a smoothie are fucking awesome. Dates are so good. I get so mad at myself if I forget the dates. Yeah. 
And but you forget the dates, and you're like, you do the whole thing, and you're like, the dates, you know, you run back, you throw those in. And it's the only way I can get my son to actually eat roughage. Is like he'll be like, Is that was there spinach in that? But I'm like, it's the sweet spinach, but it's the candy spinach. Yeah. So it's like that's how we get that poo-poo out, man. Oh okay. you get it? Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. This is a food podcast. This is a food podcast. You're right. You're okay. right. But I you know, uh noted. We can cut that out. <laughs> no, but it, we're leaving but it, in so keep it. Everyone in. can see that my friend Jordan is a is a. I have a class. I have classless friends as well. Yes. I have. You have to keep a diversity of friends. The diverse, <laughs> classy, classy and classless. <laughs> That's my diversity of friends. Keep it ashy, but not classy. So, here's the the biggest nightmare that I live with every day. Every day it haunts me. Is if I don't get pitted dates, Dan. Yeah. Then I forget to take the pit out. Oh, no. <laughs> then it's in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> and you ruin the blade. Oh. I've ruined the blade. <laughs> I've ruined the drink. The date pit is, is disastrous. Your kids come home from school, there's broken plates all over the house. <laughs> Mommy, what happened? Daddy left. He left the seat in. Again? <laughs> yes. Just, just give him a couple days. <laughs> I throw an avo in there too, and then I'm ready to go because that's the worst when you throw the avocado and you leave the seed the seed on. I've ah. never throw the pit. Why would you ever <laughs> throw the pit in? I'm so lazy. I'm so mean to myself in the future. I never. I always take the part that doesn't have the pit in it and put it in. I'm like such an ass. Like I, I the the business of the pit. <laughs> Wait, but I, I, like I think if you store, I think if I think that's the way you're supposed to do it, though, because I feel yeah. like the pit, if you leave the pit in, it has some sort of effect on the oxidation. Oh, really? I think it does. I think you're actually doing it okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. So laziness actually works out there. Yeah. So like then we put that all together. We drink it. I feel great, man. I've been doing I've been doing uh, that for probably about the better part of a year now. Yeah, I love it. Same. And I admit a lot of the money. And groceries goes towards daddy smoothies. Yeah. You know, it used to be daddy gets the big piece of chicken. Now it's daddy gets <laughs> daddy gets the fucking f- fancy spinach smoothie. Listen, man, I got to, you know, both of us are in shape, guys. Yes. We, I exercise a lot. Yes. I try because my children are terrifying. You know, they're like, they're so, my son is always like shoulders, right? My son now weighs about 55 pounds. Yeah. And so that's like, bro, that's that's a fucking squat deadlift. That I'm doing. Like, Shoulders. <laughs> CrossFit <laughs> shit that I'm doing just to get this kid from point A to point B. You know? Yeah, I get it. No, you got to keep it. You got to. Uh, it, it's important to eat healthy. It's funny because I always post on Instagram like all like the crazy like fatty meaty stuff that I eat. And everyone's yeah. like, how do you stay so skinny? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm basically vegan all the time. And then the one time mm-hmm. I go crazy, I post it on Instagram, like when I'm just having like a fucking feast and I just have like a big like bone of a, you know, <laughs> of a beast that I felled that's just like in my hand. I'm just eating it raw. Are these, oh, these are, hunt, these are things you've hunted. Or whatever, even a hunt yeah. or like a, like yesterday I made, I made pork ribs that I'm going to be posting soon. Oh. And everyone just thinks like that's just how I eat. But like, I don't know, man. I'm mostly vegetarian, I think. Yes. Actually, I was just reading this article about, um, about medieval feasts and it showed, the, you know, these, these um, people think that, that in, in medieval times, like royalty ate like crazy stuff, just like 
whatever sides of bison and things like that. But it's, it's actually not true that the diet was almost vegan. Really? And that only during festivals would they actually eat. Yeah. They, they, they were taking samples of people's, you know, bones because they can't leave the dead alone. And then, um, <laughs> it was, it was like, I've lived a, a simple life as a merchant. And now I go to a greater place. <laughs> Let's get in his bones now. Let's get in his bones. Let's make some honey over his grave. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that the diet was very simple and it just included grains and vegetables. And very rarely did people actually eat meat. How interesting. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Which also is why gout was just like a disease for like, you know, it was, it was king, a king's disease. <laughs> for the kings. Now it's like anybody in Atlantic City on a fucking <laughs> wheel around. It's like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what it is. So, better. so Jordan, uh, you and I, we can just go on forever. And normally we have these questions at the end of the podcast that I ask every guest, but I've already asked you them because we have already done a podcast episode before so we just run and gun came up with a couple of questions and i'm gonna ask you a few of them i mean okay. i don't care that this episode is gonna be long because it's fun for me <laughs> so fun for me man all right so let's uh it, you know normally we ask what your earliest food memory is we, we start with yes. that instead we're gonna ask what's the last thing that you ate Oh my god! The last thing I ate was um, amazing uh, pulled pork sandwich from Runner and Stone. Yesterday I was at my it was at my children's gala for their school. It's like you know, um, gotta raise money, raise the money for the school. So <laughs> yeah, no, I get those emails from you all the time. I'm like, delete. <laughs> well, thanks raise a lot, money bud. <laughs> for our kids, our kids' expensive private school. Delete. I think I'll go to delete. private school. They, they go to public school. We're hiring. We're hiring. We want every five children to have a personal trainer. We need Listen, money for this. Listen, Delete. Public schools in 2022 are just trying to simulate the experience of private school. Do you understand? <laughs> right, right. Without, with a deep discount. Okay. So we need a couple bucks to do it. All right. So, <laughs> so we had the, uh, had the event last night and it was um, catered by Runner and Stone, which is a really good little restaurant down in Gowanus. Runner and Stone. And All these fucking names yeah. of restaurants where they just take two random things. Did, did, you have, did you have a bit like this or no? Oh, that bit is solid, dude. Oh, the, so bit, the restaurant bit is solid. It's going really, really well. I think I we did it. the it's, restaurant bit on the podcast last time. It's so good. Yeah. It's, I've been adding I'm to sure. it. I'm a slow... I'm a slow writer. So it's like I've been adding to it. It's been really fun. I love it. The last, the last thing I did was like... The last little bit I added was like the special tonight... <laughs> Is a deconstructed pasta. The sauce is on the plate. The pasta is somewhere in the restaurant. You have to find it. You have to find it. It's the pasta, pasta fi komen. Yeah, um, that's, that's very niche. So, but yeah, that's so that's niche. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's five Jews. Five Jews are laughing at that joke. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, that was catered last night. It was amazing. He, it was like. Uh, uh, he just the the pulled pork sandwich is amazing as as well as like the fried chicken legs that he had Ooh, going on and uh, yeah it was, it was I love a so, good pulled pork sandwich it's so I know good. right I mean pork should always be pulled like yeah pull, <laughs> yes draw <laughs> draw and quarter this animal it's like <laughs> isn't it enough that I'm giving you my life no. We need to pull you to shreds. Is that why you love Spain so much? Because no pig is safe there? No pig is safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Game of Thrones for every pig in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
No, but I love pulled pork and I love the different types of pulled pork, like North Carolina, South Carolina. Like, mm. you know, there's the barbecue saucy ones, the mustard barbecue, there's the vinegar ones. And everyone's like, which one are you? I'm like, can't I be both? Like, I love them no. both so much. You got to choose. It's all one or zero. Yeah, around here. It's a binary. Barbecue people are so, like, segrega- segregated. <laughs> like, <laughs> huh. guys, can we? Wait, what? Huh. Yeah. What part of the country does it come from? <laughs> it's like, you got to choose. <laughs> can we have a barbecue civil rights act already? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We need, like, <laughs> brown versus the board of fucking the board of barbecue yeah but, the board of uh chucky's 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 yeah. rib shack like everything is like what are you texas beef or memphis ribs or north carolina <laughs> mustard i'm like why can't i be all of them for god's sake listen when you try to love them all they end up hating you you know that's what it is and you know i i didn't are you some kind of vinegar loving son of a bitch <laughs> I didn't know you were vinegar lover. You cannot. Vinegar lover. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the word, honey. You can't date that man, honey. But mom, I love him. He doesn't put mustard in He's his. from the high country. You from the low country. <laughs> it can never work. <laughs> we... There's a lot of hate on the plate. You're right. There's a lot of hate on the plate. So People are just out of their mind. It's the same poor animal. <laughs> <laughs> the animal's just watching as they look going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy do you have a go-to what's your go-to fast food oh great question go-to fast food has to be i mean if if it can be considered fast i mean i like to say chinese like, like oh cool chinese can that be considered fast yeah like chinese american food chinese american food yeah i am a big proponent of any no duck is safe around me <laughs> so I love I fucks with ducks. Um, like the hang do you like the duck that's like like the hanging the hanging in the window duck? Oh the sad hanging in the window duck? Yeah. Help, help oh, me. In Chinatown? Help well, me. <laughs> that duck is so sad. It's just like it's just so funny because like I feel like in America we never grow up with like seeing the heads of the poultry. And then you walk into Chinatown and it's literally like a duck that's just like on a noose just hanging. <laughs> it's smiling at me. It's a warning to all the other ducks waddling around the neighborhood. <laughs> I do love Chinese duck. I also, but I don't, here's my issue with it is like the way they butcher it. Cause they don't like, there's no regard for like where the bones end and where they start. They just take that fucker off. They put it on that big, it's not even like a butcher yeah. block. It's just like a cross section of a fucking oak tree. The fucking, you know, the, you know, the Chinese butcher block. I kind of love, and they have a big cleaver and they're just like, chop it. <laughs> In like in pieces without any regard for where the bones are, and the bones just like open. There's like marrow pouring out, and you just like eat it, and like like there's just like little pieces of bone everywhere. I mean, it's kind of fun because it's like a little more right. of an adventure, and you do get the marrow out of it. But it's definitely oh, for sure. It's definitely like you it, like if you don't like eating oranges with seeds, you're not gonna like <laughs> Chinese duck. <laughs> I need like a shit, dude. It's the quickest way to get duck. It's like so. I love duck. I'll just the fattiness of it. It's so good. I'm with you. And actually, Peking duck, which is like they're yes. like the super upscale version of it, is probably one of my favorite things to eat. Oh, holy cow! That might be 
That might be. Dude, let's my go out for dim sum. Get duck the next time you're in town. Oh my god, I would love Peking Duck House. Is still pretty awesome. It probably. Yes, yes. I love. I mean, there's. I live really close to the Brooklyn Chinatown, mm. which has amazing uh, dim sum palaces. Really great dim sum palaces. Right, but it's yeah, like third. It's like, but they're like they're like uh, like fifth generation born in, in. They're like they're like Chinese hipsters. They're like, hey, what's up? Welcome to. <laughs> you're talking about uh, uh, Chang, like. Uh, the, the one, uh, the one started by uh, the, the chef Chang, um, David Chang, David Chang, like David Chang's, which is in 54th street. Is that what you mean? There's one on 54th street, which is like, listen, if you like dim sum, but don't want to be in a Chinese neighborhood, <laughs> don't worry. We've got, we will. Hey, 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 we'll bring it to you. By the like, way, it's Chinese. It's, fine. it's so funny. <laughs> and he's like Korean. I love how like Asians can like culturally appropriate each other. And everyone's like, he's, he's like, yeah, no one's going to say anything about this. <laughs> he's Korean. I did not know. Yeah, that. David oh, okay. Chang's All right. Wow. All right. <laughs> Shots fired, DC. Okay, cool. So you're, I like that Chinese food. That's fun. Mm-hmm. When is, here's a fun question. When is the last time someone paid for your meal and what was it? Lord, I must have been, I must have been, that was college when I was, my dad was, on, when I was on meal plan. No, wait, I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm talking about like, <laughs> like when you're taken out to dinner by like reps or like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like a, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Fair enough. Dinner yeah. um, or something. That was by my old agent. I was taken out by my agent recently at <gasps> Soho House. Um, I went to Soho House with my old agent, and who's really a great guy. And he like reps Zoe Kravitz, and he has a, he has trouble with. Uh, Is he old? Like you're not with him anymore, or he's? Just I'm an not aged, with him anymore. He's an aged. What if he was just an old man? <laughs> you're like my old agent because I'm so young, so he's old. It's just how I refer to him as my old agent. He's a great guy. He's yes, he's uh, a wizened old man. He's, uh, he's my two counts. I'm no longer with him because he's so old, wizened, and humped over. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a great dude. Who you were there when what? I left this agency? Oh wow! I did it at like I was at. You helped me. Like you supported me while I called them. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I've been trying to get you to leave your reps for literally 20 years. I mean, I have left since the since the invasion of Ukraine, I, <laughs> which to me, that's forever ago. Not even the Russian, not even the Russian incursion in Afghanistan. I just did, Ukraine. What, I don't even know what Afghanistan is. I don't even know what that country is. Right. I just know you didn't even know America was there for a while. I didn't nor, even, nor our hasty retreat. Or I was born after we <laughs> retreated from Afghanistan. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god. I uh, love how this is offensive on so many <laughs> levels. <laughs> but it's like you'd have to you have to read so much you have to be up to date on so many things <laughs> yeah. to be offended by this. <laughs> you'd have to listen to the daily podcast, read the economist. <laughs> All right. So um so like oh yeah, what <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about, I don't know. Not guilty pleasures. Oh, the last time someone paid for you. Yeah. So you're at the Soho House. He took me to the Soho House. And the Soho House is fine. It's club food. Um, and and I they, but they do make a tasty burger. They make a really tasty burger, and that was great. And they have truffle fries, which I'm always I never turn down. There's things you shouldn't turn down in this life. Mm. Um, as the old saying goes, don't turn down sex mm. and an opportunity to be on television. And you shouldn't turn down truffle fries. I want to add that as a third. So, like, I feel that the truffle fries there were amazing, and I loved it because you could just tell somebody had, it, someone had like grated truffle over Ooh, the fries. Fun. So I was that's happy. a good one. Okay, 
Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Do you have a go-to diner food? Yes. Go-to diner food is definitely pancakes and bacon. Pancakes, bacon, can never go wrong with pancakes and bacon. Mm. When these people be flipping to those long diner fucking menus, Dan. Dan. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, they're like, oh, oysters Rockefeller. Oh, uh, no, don't you do it. Lobster Thermidor. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Piccata. Don't you do it. Get the bacon in. Because, you know, the chef's like, huh? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like looking it up in some old trapper keeper that has all the recipes. <laughs> it's so dusty. It's so dusty. Although, I, <laughs> the flip side of that is like, man, the bandwidth of a diner chef. Like, are they fucking Mensa scholars that just like, <laughs> are they all like the fucking Goodwill hunting just in the back there? <laughs> like there's blackboards with formulas and shit. Like, how do they right. know 500 things that they can just make at the ready? <laughs> Don't do it. Do not do it. So I just get, I keep it super simple. Yeah. doesn't matter what time of night it is. I just do pancakes and bacon or what time of day or night. If, if it's the daytime, then I might get like a chicken salad sandwich or something like that if I'm doing a lunch. But I there's no way I feel good in a diner around lunchtime. I just feel like I feel mm. like uh, I'm going to go to OTB after that, you know, but if it's like. <laughs> <laughs> what about if you're at a diner and you want savory food? Late night diner. All right. Late night. Late night. I'm definitely going to probably get like a BLT. Bacon, mm. bacon, got to be bacon. BLT would be great. Or if I'm thinking, I'm like in a an, in film noir, I've done, I'm crazy. Like in my, my early 20s, I'd be like, give me pie. Give me a slice of pie with a coffee. You know, like I'm a private detective or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I got yeah. to th- crack this case. Look at that lonely girl at the end of the bar. <laughs> I got to crack this case. You haven't cracked the case in years, old Doyle. This one's different. <laughs> they wanted you to fuck up the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in black and white. People are like, how is this guy black and white? This is insane. It's just oh. Nighthawks at the diner fucking painting. <laughs> also, my other question is, how have the Greeks, how have they cornered the market on diners? How did the Greeks, oh. how did this become like, we went from philosophy to <laughs> the philo. we gave we gave the word we gave the word philosophy and democracy in democracy and also being able to order anything it will get you in 10 seconds whatever food you want it's like wow you've okay well <laughs> well paniotis you've come you've come a long way paniotis don't sleep on the greeks man they, they, they can do it all, you know? <laughs> they, um, all. they put the Acropolis at the top of the most, uh, uh, you know, uh, inaccessible mountain in, <laughs> in all of Athens. <laughs> Just carrying like, uh, yo, that's a story for another time, but I'll tell you about when me and Michelle went to the Acropolis. But, um, <laughs> but I love Greek diners and there's a multitude of them here in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. Mm. What's your favorite? And, um, do you have a favorite? Jeez, I can't remember the name of it. But it's down, it's it's on 90th Street and 3rd Avenue. And I've gone there with my kids, just like, I think it's called Olympia. It's Olympia, Olympia Diner. There's another one, which is really good, but it's called Ammonia, Ammonia mm. Diner. Like, we need to find another word. <laughs> ammonia is what you put. <laughs> no, like, no, Ammonia is the goddess of cleanliness in Greek mythology. It's like, no, dad, 
You can't name the diner Ammonia. What? It is a beautiful goddess of cleanliness. I want them to know it's a clean restaurant. Dad, God, don't call diner. the diner Ammonia. By the way, it's Ammonia too. So there's two Ammonia <laughs> Just call it Aristophanes or something. No. Right. No, everyone call it Aristophanes. I call it <laughs> Ammonia. <laughs> Euripides. Domesticles. No. <laughs> no one does ammonia. That is a reason no one does ammonia. God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but they, they've got that unlocked, bro. That's another episode of deleted scenes from my big fat Greek wedding with Dan and <laughs> By the way, you're not going to believe this, but yeah. um, for the listeners, uh, we realized while we were recording this podcast that, oh, Jordan's been on the podcast already, so I can't ask him the same questions that I ask everyone else. And we put a pause and we started workshopping what these questions were going to be. And I asked Andrew, I said, because my favorite question is, what's your restaurant pet peeve? Find out what Jordan's restaurant pet peeves were on the last episode and so that we can do different ones. Mm -hmm. Andrew just went and listened to the end of our last podcast and he just wrote to me, Jordan, we ran out of time and didn't get to get to the last question. Oh, the last question, the pet peeves. Because remember, we were we were recording mm -hmm. in, a, in that studio in Brooklyn and we had to get out of there because you and I fucking keep going. Right. We go long. <laughs> and we didn't get to the question. That is so funny to me. Okay, anyway, so Jordan, yeah. I get to ask you my yes. favorite question on the podcast to close it out. What is or are your restaurant pet peeves? I have a list of grievances. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I have a list of grievances, and I put in my time. And I'm going to say this. Um, no longer will I go on dates with my wife that are at a restaurant. We, we are going to have to go rock climbing. It's going to be experiences. It's going to be trapeze classes because I am so tired wow. of repeating the same shit over and over again. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good restaurant. But my God, can we stop courting? I mean, we are married already. We're almost at year 15. We've done it. We've gone to the mountaintop. We have to move on. Okay, this this seems more about your marriage than about the this, restaurant. This is, but restaurants <laughs> like, are... What's going to make this bitch happy? Huh? How many more fucking tasting menus does she need? Huh? Oh, it's springtime. It's different ingredients. Yeah, we figured that out the last 14 springs. God damn it, woman, you're burning a hole in my wallet. <laughs> here's the thing she reads the new yorker she picks it up she reads it cover to cover it's the same thing she opens it she's like tell me how to feel tell me what to like give me my opinions <laughs> and the new yorker is like oh you have to go to angler and gromit the new <laughs> restaurant in, a, in an up-and-coming neighborhood in, in brownsville <laughs> <laughs> don't worry don't worry you know it's safe because white women are jogging there so you just put in a bike lane <laughs> go to these restaurants Gentr go. gentrification has just ruined every fucking biggie song ever oh oh my god yeah this is like on state street you know what it is and you're like oh yeah that place that has grapes and make ice cream with with a stationary bike <laughs> yes i know i know that very well biggie <laughs> beds die do or die um wait the only thing i did in beds die was i went to a pottery birthday party that, <laughs> what is, is that what biggie's referring to more like do or tie die. Like <laughs> that's that's over. It's over. No, so 
All right. These restaurants are insane. You go in, they have the same characteristic. Like it's just all indoor cat people, like cat energy people that work there. You know, they don't take reservations, which is so fucking stupid at a restaurant. So dumb. If you're at a cafe, don't take reservations. If you're at a restaurant, you expect at least 20 seats, 20, you know, uh, like people to come in, people to people, 20 tables or whatever in a night, have a reservation system. Right. We live in the most advanced technology age. Yes. Wherein you can do this. That's good. I don't think anyone's ever had that pet peeve. So you're no reservations is is a, is a good one. Yeah, because it's or else it looks like a soup line, a soup kitchen line extended down the block so that they, people can have Lucalo pizza. Like yeah. you know, and when you get there, they obviously are arbitrarily telling you how long of a wait it is. Oh, They're yeah. like mm, you uh, 3 hours. <laughs> like could be 15 minutes, could be 2 hours. Um Okay. It all depends. Great. <laughs> Give us your phone number. Uh, we won't text you. You still have to come back and check in. But <laughs> we, will, we will be... Just keep looking at the restaurant. If there's black smoke, your table's ready. If it's white smoke, it's going to be another hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying if they beatified the Pope? <laughs> if the conclave has decided... <laughs> that your table is ready. You will see white. You will see white smoke if your table is ready. <laughs> I die. I'm a skull. I'm a fucking skull. So that, that shit drives me crazy. I love when they advertise this restaurant. It was not a restaurant. And before it was a restaurant, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Every store used to be something else before it became the store. Like, that's literally how real estate works. Someone leaves somewhere vacant, and then a new fucking tenant comes in. (laughs) The city was founded in 1648, but I'm supposed to get a boner. (laughs) Because, and it's always something the neighborhood needed. They're like, this used to be an orphanage for destiny children. (laughs) Yeah. We cleared them out. The porridge appetizer is a nod to the original (laughs) (laughs) orphanage (laughs) that was here. It's like, oh, oh, um, three percent of your meal will go to another orphanage. Maybe, maybe, what if you just didn't kick out the old orphanage? (laughs) (laughs) It has the best views. (laughs) You have a view of the river. What's the problem? I don't see the problem. I don't see the issue. I don't see the issue. Oh, we're so different. We're so different. Our restaurant's different. Am I cooking? Am I cooking? What's so different? Should I have brought my knives? <laughs> it's so funny. It's like my Are woke- you small plates? My wokest white friends who were just like so like, you know, you know, racial equality, yeah, 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 are the ones who are like actually in the trenches kicking black people out of neighborhoods. <laughs> Like actually doing the work. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, oh my god! It's just the attitude. Well, there's nothing in between, Dan. There's right. nothing in between in Brooklyn because you either have fancy cat energy at the at the like you know, Chez Bouvier or whatever the fuck it's called, you know, Angla and Gourmet, or or it's like dog energy at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. There's nothing in between. You can't get a normal meal in Brooklyn anymore. Bro, it's I was just, actually yeah. I, I I was in Brooklyn last week. I had to go 
in for one day to have uh, dinner with my Food Network execs. And sure. um, I went to this bar and I was, with my, I, was, <laughs> I was with my mother, okay? And you know my mom. She's, oh, a, fancy, yeah. she's a fancy lady. Fancy lady. My mom is wearing a Classy. fur vest, real fur, <laughs> that real, real, okay? And she's wearing a fur vest and her like Hermes bag. Sure. And and I have like half an hour to kill. I'm like, mom, let's go to a bar and get a drink before I go, you know, because I drove in with her. So we go to this like super like dingy, like hipster Brooklyn bar. Okay. And my mom's walking in and people are like staring at this woman <laughs> with real fur. <laughs> and she sits down on this dumb like, this was a chair that we refurbished from from the you know it was like the thrown out fucking garbage chair that they like sanded down and she's like this is very uncomfortable this chair and so (laughs) i'm like mom what do you want to drink i'm getting a glass of wine she's like i'll have a lemonade i'm like okay i'll get you a lemonade i go to get a lemonade the guy the guy at the bar is like so just like angry at me i don't know he i don't know why i thought you know what you did you know what you did apparently (laughs) he makes a fucking bootleg lemonade and then it's like you know packed high with ice and i go oh can i get a straw and he turns around, and there's a cup full of straws. They have straws. He gives me the straw and looks me in the eyes and goes, I just want you to know that we prefer that you don't throw this out and kill a baby seal. Mm. I was like, what, what do you want me to do with it? And he, goes, <laughs> he goes, we just don't want you to kill baby seals. Literally, Jordan, I swear, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. Wait a minute. And I go, well, then why do you even have the straws? <laughs> and he just turns around and goes to another patron. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" So you know what I did? You know what I did with that with that fucking straw? I I took that that specific straw. <laughs> took a boat march to a took beach. a boat 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 to Antarctica. <laughs> Over the myself a baby fucking seal. A white fur? I, I white fur baby seal. I put some I I put some peanut butter on the straw. Okay, some brads. <laughs> brads peanut butter on the straw, gotcha. and I fucking come here, come here, little seal. And the seal came up and waddled up, <laughs> and it took a little bite of it, and then I fucking French pressed it into its mouth. <laughs> and you watched like uh, its giant black eyes. Is that what you said? Yes. What and then I brought it back to the bar and I just threw it on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Look what your fucking straw did, asshole! Oh, boy. I think it's there's the um, there's what is it called? The vanity of small differences, where the narcissism like, yeah. of small differences. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like it's like that's what those places are all about, right? I remember I went to like I'll I'll, I'll name it. I went to you can bleep it later, but I went to and like uh, we're having dinner and somebody wanted to do shots and I was like, oh cool, let me I'll get shots. And I was like, uh, yeah, can I get a shot of this and that? Okay, because Okay, first mistake, we don't we don't do shots, okay? Oh my god. All right, we don't do shots. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, you do. You what you do is you take a little bit of the alcohol, you put it in a little cup, okay? <laughs> then you hand it to me, and then you just get it. <laughs> you're not even asking for like a substitution or anything. You're asking for a smaller volume of liquid. Dude, <laughs> the worst. You gotta <laughs> also bleep this out the same way they're like i, I was like uh, on the phone and telling my wife where i was it's like yeah we're at this ice cream shop one of the you know whoever the fuck it is stops me mid-sentence with his little reaches out his little tattooed arm because hey sir 
Yes, sir. I'm like, huh? He's like, it's a creamery. This is a creamery. Dude. I almost like Naomi Campbell threw the phone at his head. <laughs> just like, oh my it's a God. creamery. And then I, that was mistake one. Then I also, which by the way, has a mural of Walt Whitman on the wall. It made me so uncomfortable. I was like, I do not have an MFA. I cannot be in this fucking place. <laughs> There's a mural, a dead poet on the wall. I just want ice cream. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then I said, "Can I get sprinkles on this?" And the guy was like, "We don't have sprinkles." Same guy. Want to take his head, smash it through the glass, and just suffocate him in the ice cream, and watch the little bubbles come from the rum raisin. Oh my God. What about now, fucking? Asshole, do you think you could give me some sprinks? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm angry. I'm angry. No, that comes across as too angry. It's funny. I don't know why I, I have this as like the last question on the podcast. I just want people to leave angry. Like, just, <laughs> I want you but to you're, leave pissed. You're, you're, Dan, you, you enjoy a fancy meal, you know, but you're not pretentious, you know? No. So it's a weird thing. I think it skirts the kind of like, the whole thing about food is like food can be accessible, but it's it's just we've made this whole frou frou kind of like scene about it, where you almost feel uncomfortable get going out for for good food. You know, I think the pendulum is swinging, and I think that you know when we were coming up, you know, post Ukraine invasion, um, I think that was when like hipster service began. Of like you know, no, no the customer is not always right. The mm-hmm. fucking restaurant's always right. And then I think something happened that it started to shift. I think I, I would like to say that it's Carbone that ma- mm. that started the shift because then it was like we're gonna go back to the olden time when like the customers treated like a fucking mob boss, yeah. like king, yeah. and people loved it. They loved like that that feeling of like oh wow, like the the, the restaurant's here to cater to me. No, right. I'm not saying you should walk in there and act like you own the place and act like an asshole and be dis- disrespectful, but there is definitely a happy medium to be had, and I think we're I think we're getting there. I really do. Right. I mean. That, that's great. I would love that because what I've been used to is just kind of like a, a judgmental right. silence, you know? And then it's just like, ugh. It, it, it's fine to have like a, a hush or something like that, but a judgmental silence sucks, you know? Yeah. And, and I, and I, I hate that, but it, that's good. Yeah. I've never eaten at Carbone. Well, no, I did eat car- at Carbone once and I really, I enjoyed it. Um, the kind of the red sauce spot that they have downtown, right? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, um, it's funny. It. I actually I just got into I wouldn't I wouldn't even call it an argument, but it was this type. I was at a restaurant in in Long Island with my parents, and I ordered a riesling. Now, the majority of rieslings at restaurants now are dry. Dry riesling mm-hmm. is a huge thing, and the guy brings it, and it's very sweet. And I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that it was going to be this sweet. Um, can I get something else?" And he goes, "Well, it's a riesling." And I said, "Oh no, I'm aware, um, but you know, there's there's dry rieslings as well." He's like, mm, most Rieslings are sweet. And I fucking had to like, I was like, oh, actually, uh, most Rieslings that come to America now are from the Mosul region of Germany, which has way more shale than where they've been getting them from before. And so because of that, and because of the cool climate, they're coming off a lot more dry than sweet. The sweet ones are kind of a vestige of the 80s and 90s Rieslings. And he goes, I'll get you a Sauvignon Blanc. I was like, thank you. <laughs> 
fuck Whoa. face. But that's the thing. It's like if someone's unhappy with their wine, they shouldn't have to know the fucking pedigree of the wine to get it. Like what if it was just a normal person? He'd be like, they're, they're supposed to be sweet. Oh, okay. Then and, and, they get, and they get intimidated, and now they're having a wine they don't like. It's just not right. Yeah, yeah you're paying you're right. Eighteen dollars for a glass of wine. Just like there's such a markup. Make sure just be nice to the people. Like I don't know. It goes both ways, obviously. But like yes. Yeah, I think it's listen. I understand running a restaurant and with food. There's just so much to understand and know, and it's 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 a language unto itself. There's a depth of knowledge. Obviously, that's why there's like you know you have cultural like they're they're they're, they're institutions. But also don't weaponize knowledge. Like don't call people out, call them in. Yeah. Make them feel like, you know, they can also be a part of this. Cause that's one thing that I think that food culture always bumps against, bumps up against is the fact that it can be limiting, but we have, we're the richest nation in the world with the most food. Absolutely. We're all getting gout, baby. Let's go. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Let's all get gout. You get gout. I get gout. We all get gout. It's look great. Under, look under your chair. <laughs> Everybody's a fat king, baby. <laughs> Jordan, I love you so much. You're my favorite person in the world. Oh, damn this it, dude. Was so wonderful. Love you too, buddy. I knew. I, I want to see. I don't know when you're in LA or New York or when I'm in LA next. I'd love to see you. If you're in New York coming up, love to see you, man. Um, For sure. I even I even take the, the uh, I even take the second best thing, which is your brother. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna see him soon. I, you know, it's funny when we started looking at guests and and. Andrew suggested maybe we start start uh, you know getting some uh, repeat guests like you know podcasts do that and he said who's the first person you'd want to have as a repeat I didn't even I didn't even bl- I didn't even flinch I said Hassan Minaj and he was not available <laughs> he was not available <laughs> and neither was Michelle you know she's doing the circle and uh, so here we are. Here we, Here we are. are. Listen, you, you, you're like that old, old, uh, uh, what do you call it? That old Hollywood adage. Never get too big to use your friends. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> I love it. I love it, baby. Jordan, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter at Jordan Carlos. And they can also find me on Instagram at the realer Jordan Carlos official. Um, and they can find me both on Hulu and Freeform starting July 13th, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, the show's called Everything's Trash. Please watch it um, wherever you can. Even if you don't want to watch it, just press play and get those numbers going up on the algorithm. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you are a serious regular on it, so you are getting dinner next time. We yeah, hang uh, out. Yes, we are at Arby's. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> they have these. Dun, 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 dun. Bing Rapes. All, All right. Way. Awesome. Thank you. Love you, buddy. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Steven and edited by Jordan Aaron. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and the interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's really important to us, guys. Please do it. If you want more Green Eggs and Dan action, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at StandUpDan. Also, we have a YouTube page where you can actually see me and my guests going through their fridge in addition to other videos. Just type in Green Eggs and Dan in YouTube. Like and subscribe please. We need a lot of subscribers on that page. You will really enjoy it. It's a very fun element of the show.
the Podglomerate, a sonic universe.